0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Libero podcast. This is episode 12. Um, I'm glad to be joined by Andy this week, after a full house last week, just me and you this time, Uh, man. Welcome, hope you're
1: well. I am, All good man, All good. uh, Related birthday salutations or whatever the phrase is. Thank you very much, man, thank you very
0: much. It was a very good week for me.
1: Yeah, it's birthday (laughs) presents go, I mean you can't ask more than that, can you?
0: No, first league title in 30 years isn't too bad. Yeah. For this week's podcast, we're just giving you guys a Championship and Premier League review preview. A lot's happened since our last podcast. We've had the start of the Premier League. Um, we've had three rounds of games and the start of the Championship as well. Two rounds of games in the Championship. So we'll make a start, Andy, uh, with the mm-hmm. Championship. We'll start at the top and work our way down. So it was a good result for Leeds, unfortunately, this weekend. They're yeah, great, no, green up against yeah, Fulham. Right. It takes them... Eight points clear of Brentford now in third place with seven games left. Do you see that now as Leeds' potential, probably definitely going up now after their sort of
1: slip first time? Well, it hurts me to say it because I I was. And the other thing I considered when we were debating this yesterday morning was that our next game, but next game but one is Brentford away. So I'd I'd forgotten that we had to play Brentford. So I I was all on for backing Brentford and. Brentford disrupting things and nicking one of the top two spots, uh, probably at Leeds' expense. I didn't, I didn't think yesterday I was going to panic like it did. I thought Fulham, having been beat in the first game, would go out there all guns blazing and they'd nick a result. Uh, but obviously, it, it wasn't to be. Obviously, Brentford beat West Brom on Friday night. And like I said, Brentford, probably the best football inside in that division that I've seen. Actually, in the flesh, it's difficult. I thought I was, I was desperately praying that there'd be someone disrupting it, but it doesn't look like it. It looks like, with an eight point gap with boys at seven games, go it'd be an absolute yeah. balls up of spectacular magnitude. But having said that, this is leads we're talking about. Anything's possible, it? anything's possible. <laughs> uh, we spoke
0: about West Brom obviously, they lost against Brentford. West Brom have started, haven't they, since their return back? Yeah, yeah. They, drew, they,
1: drew, yeah they drew Birmingham and then and then they like said loss against Brentford. Mm. It's difficult to think. So I haven't I haven't seen any of those games. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've watched the first few of the of the Championship games since the since the restart. It did feel like the Leeds Cardiff game I watched. I don't know if West Brom had been guilty of this. It did feel like they were just going to throw it onto the pitch, pick up where they left off and it was going to be plain sailing. So I don't know if West Brom's had the right kind of attitude and just thought, all right, fair enough, we'll, we'll just crack on. Mm. But, no, So they, they've had a bit of a, a bit of a wobble.
0: And Fulham as well, like you mentioned.
1: Yeah, Fulham, Fulham have, have, they're having a bit of a sticky back. There's a number of them at that top end of the table. I think Preston's having a bit of a bad, Three, you know, sequence of, of losses. So, Fulham have dropped to fifth now, haven't they? So, yeah. I mean, they I mean, they started third two
0: games ago. But it was obviously very tight. Yeah. They're, yeah. And they're, they're now in danger of, of slipping into that group of six points, which cover Cardiff in sixth and Bristol City in twelfth. Um, so it's still really, really tight, isn't it, for that last promotion spot? And if Fulham keep performing the way they are, they're going to get dragged into that. I mean, just look at the teams that are in that little group. You've got Blackburn, who obviously got beat. Uh, Derby, you've got Preston, as you said, a, a dropping like a stone as well. Swansea, Millwall, Bristol City. It's, it's still up for grabs for
1: for, for all of those teams. Um, yeah, I mean, I watched some of the. There was Bristol City, Sheffield Wednesday today, and 18th, well, sparkling from from Bristol City I watched Cardiff last week and other than the chances they had you know, there, was, there wasn't anything spectacular from them so yeah it's, it's, it's interesting how, how people are reacting so we, we've got Fulham last game of the season so that might be the one that might be the promotion playoff side of like that <laughs> yeah. well, the, way, the way we're
0: going to go in is, that's my, the next point on my um, on my list it was it was a big big weekend for teams at the bottom of the division with yeah. Wigan, Wigan, Middlesbrough, Luton, and Charlton, who are bottom of the table, all who were bottom of the table, all, all winning. Barnsley, I think, nicked a point as well. See, it's been it's been a massive, massive week for teams down the bottom. It's tightening again. So, so there's five points covering Huddersfield, who are 22nd, and U-Men, who are 17th, yeah. I think. But you're just clawing back. You're clawing Birmingham back in as well, who are who were a few points ahead of everyone. That was that sort of big gap between the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between the, the teams who could likely, likely be relegated, um, Birmingham and Reading slowly getting sucked into that as well. Um, but as said, the way we're going to play at the minute, they might even make a shout ch- ch- for the playoffs
1: at the minute. Well, this is, this is <laughs> the big, the, the, big, the big, difference between us, i mean, up until the end of last year, we were—we just—we just couldn't manage again. Couldn't see a game out. Concede—I can't remember a side that's ever conceded so many late goals. I mean, they said to that thirty one points we dropped from winning positions, which is fairly ridiculous. But mm. um the, the the start of the year we had Balogun in from from Bar- Brighton on lawn. But we just seem to know how to manage a game now. We the the game last week against othersfield. I can't remember we had thirty percent possession, Othersfield obviously had seventy percent. But did the we were content with them having the ball because they weren't going to do anything with it. it was yeah. a, same thing yesterday, watching the game. Neat passing from Blackburn, but he, he's just he's just hit on a formula with back four, solid. The keeper, David Marshall, I mean, that's off to him, pat on the back for him. I, uh, having watched him, not the first game of the season, but the first away game, we had Preston away, and I thought, this what, what is this bloke about? I mean, he, he looked petrified. He, he's... Kicking uh, was was abysmal. Distribution was abysmal. No, he, he was rooted to his goal line. I thought well, I don't know what we bought here, but mm-hmm. uh, you know he's he's been solid since the the beginning of the year. Morsi and, and Joe Williams in uh, the middle of the park have been fantastic. for Moore he he's a, an ideal target man. Jamal Law's finding his feet. He's booked, He he seems to be. You know, playing at a level now, having not played in the championship before, so think be more. So you, you're asking a lot of pe a lot from a lot of people that have got uh, potential to say, there you go, get in there and and hit the ground running. So I think it's taking a bit of time for them to just and and as well just adjusting to. People, I mean, look at the thing with Jamal Well, all right, move from Portsmouth to Wigan. There you go. Right, get your family settled, get your kids settled. And by the way, you've never played in the Championship. Get get cracking and you know, hit the ground running from the off. So I think we're seeing some of that. No, so yeah, last 10 games, top of the form, table, all, all working good,
0: so yeah. Mm. The important thing that we're going to do in the minute, and I think a lot of teams at the bottom need to do, rather than getting points away from the, the relegation zone, which is going to be difficult, is getting teams in between you and that drop zone, mm. make, making it more difficult, making more things have to happen for you to drop into that relegation It's mm. about getting bodies in between you and 22nd place, isn't it? And you've mm. successfully... Mm rose to the top of that little yeah, league, yeah, yeah. relegation
1: league almost. I didn't see it last... When we played Udersfield last week, I didn't see Huddersfield being a team that would be candidates for relegation. I saw them today, and they had relegation written all over them. It just... Yeah, it's 3-1 it, it in the end. Yeah, but it, it, was just every, it was just stuff that happened in that game. I thought, I've, I've seen this. I've I've been, in, I've been in these people's shoes before, but this is how it's panned out for us. Where you just can't buy a win things go against you decisions go against you your man at the end gets sent off and all just nothing this kind of stuff and then I think it was Bakuner who got, who got sent off and it's like ah oh, yeah they're stirring down the barrel now and they've got the Kailers in there have not they as a, a management duo which mm-hmm. is a bit, of a, a bit of an odd thing but they, they haven't been in situations like this before, when we were going through stuff, we forget that that time when we we stayed up and we we beat stuck on the on the last day of the season. Martinez was absolutely adamant in his his, his approach and his style, and it takes someone like Graham Barry, been around for a million. years to, let's working this. We need we need to try something different. And when we yeah. changed the system, we we ended we ended staying up. But I, I don't think you know these, these lads haven't got people like that that. Uh, uh, Played the game, know the game, and can actually turn around and say they haven't got they haven't got a signing board. You know, you're being dickheads here. This isn't working. We need to do something different. So I, fe- I fear for them. Burnsley Luton thing probably still too much with these to to kind of get out of it. You know, the whole. City, I mean, that's another one with all in it. I mean, two nil up yesterday, end up drawing three three with uh, with Birmingham. That's you know, that's yeah. another kind of. Uh, you know, no matter what you do. In, in, in whichever way, it's got relegation written on it. Yeah, it'd be, be an interesting climax at the at the top and the bottom in the uh, in the championship. So, championship fixtures going into round forty. So
0: after this, there'll be six games left. Getting to the business end of the season now. Tuesday night, we've got a fairly packed Tuesday. We've got Millwall, Swansea, Barnsley, Blackburn, Cardiff, Charlton, Reading, Brentford, QPR, Fulham in a bit of a derby. Got massive against the bottom in Wigan and Stoke, which is 17th mm. against 20th, and we've got Leeds against Luton, obviously massive at either end of the table. Wednesday got Preston against Derby, which of course is massive in the run for the playoffs. That's seventh against eighth. Got Forest against Bristol City, Burnham City against Huddersfield, Sheffield Wednesday against West Brom, and then on Thursday night we've got Hull against Middlesbrough, which is a massive game at the bottom. That's 21st. Versus nineteenth, and I assume that you'll be going for a draw in that game, Andy. Mm, How oh, yes, it gets <laughs> yeah. big up the draw there. So again, as we said, previous podcast and a massive game for Wigan there at the at the foot of the table. But the other games yeah. come up this week in the Championship. Moving on to the Premier League, obviously the big news is that Liverpool have been crowned champions of the Premier League for the first time in thirty years. Now, being a Liverpool fan, obviously that's a massive achievement for for the club. Got a bit emotional to be honest on Thursday night when Chelsea well. done the business for us. Uh, um, to, to, to be expected. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. It's been a very much a long time coming, and in, in, in a season where you know it's not been the most normal season ever, it's nice to get that one out and under the way. I don't want to go on too much about it. I don't want to be sort of accused of being biased and talking too much about Liverpool. It's obviously massive. I think we can pretty much all say that they deserve to win the league. Yeah, that well,
1: 20, twenty or points in front I mean that. For yourself, don't exactly,
0: yeah, exactly. I think the thing is, though, Andy, do you think that with the start of the season being so close next season, to talk of it starting in September, which is going to be only sort of two months, would you, if you were in Jurgen Klopp's shoes, would you go for breaking all the records you possibly can, points, goals, etc., or would you look to rest and rotate players with the idea of? trying to get a bit more of a head start at the start of next season, particularly if Man City is still going to be in a, in this Champions League mini-tournament that's going on in August. Which, What would you do if you given the choice? If someone said, you know, right, we're going to go for the record, or we're going to go full strength every week, or we're going to sort of bring in the young lads, rotate? It's an, it's an interesting
1: one. I don't, I don't need the record particularly bother him, motivate and all the rest of it. Winning, winning games of football. And and there's there's a there's a thing about momentum as well. Why why wouldn't you want to just go out there win games of football if you end up breaking records, great. If you don't you don't if you yeah, yeah if you want to if you want some players in there and again then them further up. I can't I can't see wholesale changes. He's, I mean the thing is with this, he's is him having a platform and and building a a, a dynasty. I mean, I can't. If You look back at what Fergie did when when Man, Man United were dominating stuff. I can't, I can't imagine him. He, 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 same thing. He wanted to go out and win games every single time. I bet he'd win a slightly different place because, like I said, things will be concerted. And there might not be a lot of spares. But I don't know. I just get the vibe. He'll, he'll he'll just crack on. If you if you if you're winning games and smashing people to to one side, why you just want you want to. Keep that. You don't want to disrupt that floor, do you? No, I mean, win is a good habit to get into, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's
0: It's a difficult habit to get into, but a very easy one to break. I think,
1: as you yeah, said, I yeah. think he just want he just wants to win football games, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that—that's you know, he, he said the other day, the, the interviewer said, so, so, "Well, we'd be watching the the Man City Chelsea game," and he went, "Yeah, because we play Man City." Yeah, no. and we played Chelsea so, uh, about three uh, weeks time as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's the reason I'm I'm watching it. So and and that that will be the the approach. So yeah, just just keep going, keep going, and then and deal what, with whatever comes in front of you. So yeah, if he you, you know, if he point where people are knackered or exhausted or he needs to throw some kids in, he'll deal with it there and then. But I don't think yeah. he, I don't think he's going to go out with a preconceived plan of right, I'm going to do this, that, and the other because that that probably would just kind of on undo things.
0: That's a good point. Very, very good point. Uh, they need 14 points out of the last 21, so 66% of their points to break the 100-point barrier and to least 15, five wins to break the Man City record of 100 points, I think, which is very, very much gettable now for this, this Liverpool team. We've got a fairly difficult run-in, so we've got Man City, we've got uh, Chelsea chucked in there as well. I think we've got Arsenal, but at the minute it doesn't seem like too much of a challenge, the, the, the Arsenal game. I have to watch them today as well in the FA Cup. Other end of the table, man, obviously, the, the first and second positions have been decided pretty much. Can't see anyone catching Man City. I don't know how much you've seen of the, of the Premiership, Andy, but I think Norwich are probably now nailed on down after pretty appalling return. Two defeats, uh, still six points from safety. I suppose their only saving grace is the fact that teams around them haven't picked up points. either. They got beat pretty comprehensively by two teams that, have a little to play for in Everton and Southampton. Do you, do you see
1: Norwich going down now? Yeah, that's it. I think yeah, and then the thing yesterday, when they they got knocked out against United in the in the Cup. So it's just again, it's one of, it's one of them ones. But you, you, you think well, you you've got relegation written all over you because no no matter you know, what you do and whatever approach you take, it, it it don't it don't pay off. So yeah, at least that. Like, so it's well
0: the K for that. Yeah, I mean I've been watching a lot of a lot of the football, particularly Premier League since it's come back, obviously through the watch alongs. And there's there's a point separating nineteenth to sixteenth as well. Villa in nineteenth to Watford in sixteenth. Villa played a game more than the teams around them and then nineteenth. I don't know how much you've seen of West Ham and Bournemouth, but they, they look absolutely pony at the moment. Really? They they can't buy a, a, a goal, let alone a let alone a win from anywhere. We, we watched West Ham against Wolves. Um and all Wolves on some good form. They just never look like winning winning that game. And and Bournemouth just looks so, so powder puff. They look like the teams, like you mentioned, they look like a team who were going down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think, I thought Villa might sneak up there, but again, they've been poor. They got beat again this weekend by Wolves, but I think they're almost too reliant on Jack Grealish. The one thing that Villa have got that those teams haven't got down there is is a, is a a genuinely potential world-class player in their team. And I just think they're just too reliant on him. If he has a bad game, Villa don't, again, Villa don't score. It's like neither team wants to win. It's like what you were saying before the, the football's back. There's there's usually a team that goes on a mad run at the bottom of the league, which we've seen a couple of times in the past. Obviously, we said Wigan being one of them, winning the seven other nine last games. But there's just no one down there at the minute that seems to want to win. Brighton have pulled themselves away slightly. They've pulled themselves into 15th. And I've put in my notes here that I think, 15th is should, everyone above 15th should probably be okay now. So it is yeah. just Watford, Villa, West Ham, Bournemouth for the course. Norwich, but Watford, as as we're recording this now, have just been beaten 3-1 at home by Southampton and their goal, Watford's goal, was an own goal. Yeah, it's just teams just do not seem to want to win and the bounce is almost worn off now from Pearson. But, they're a point clear, as we said, of Villa, Bournemouth and West Ham. It should be a really interesting end to the season, I think. Mm, Bottom in the Premier League. And it'll be interesting to see if one of those teams pull their finger out. And do you know what? If it is Norwich, I'd be massively surprised if they can go string four or five wins together. No, they'll be they'll no. be out they'll be out they'll be out of that. That's that's the thing. So that should be really interesting going off forwards. Um the only really other thing other than that, then to to decide is this mad race for the Champions League positions now. Leicester just seen them get knocked out of the FA Cup by Chelsea. They're slipping a little bit. Um, again, not not come back very well. Two draws from their two games in the league against Watford and Brighton, teams you'd probably expect them to beat. Again, with Sheffield United, I feel quite sorry for Sheffield United. I know they've got a few fans at the Libero with Chris Wilde and what he's done, but they've seemed to have fallen off a cliff. Three games back, two losses, one draw. They've been beaten 3-0 twice by Newcastle and by Man United, and then 0-0 against the Villa in the first game back. Have you been impressed with Sheffield United, Andy? Do you think that maybe their form isn't... <laughs> Now just sort of gone.
1: I think we said about this before a, a ball was kicked in the Premier League. So, so people are going to cope with having three mo- months off. I mean, you know, they were flying. I don't know, flying the right word, but they, you know, they were, they were definitely punching above their weight before we went into lockdown, and mm. they just don't seem to have, you know, come out of the blocks. But yeah, a bit of a shame. Yeah, while well, there's shakes for manager of the season in, in some respects, what he's done and how, how they've performed. The, the the games since they've come back, it's just it's just not happened. So... No, it it seems like they've been worked out. They've
0: been very. I mean, they've got they've got the joint third best uh, defense in the division at the minute, and that was after you know shipping shipping six in three in in three games. Yeah. And it now seems that they've they've got beat three 0 twice. It, it almost seems like teams have worked them out and how to break them down. Which is a shame, really, because they've been, they've been playing really well, as we said, playing playing quite well prior to the lockdown. So they'll probably be out of it. They are at the minute currently in eighth and they have now slipped to eight points behind Chelsea in fourth. So that's probably them out of contention for a Champions League place. Maybe not a Europa League place. But they are one point above Arsenal as we speak. But they've got a minus one goal difference now, which is a bit they've only scored thirty goals but only let in thirty one. Mm-hmm. When you're conceding lots but not scoring many, you need that's when you need to probably start worrying. Chelsea have looked very good since they come it back. I haven't had
1: any, any any abuse from people, have you? Saying that they're effectively won the Premier League for you, you know, people not winning you. No, 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 yeah, no, no, not at all. Awesome. No, no yeah,
0: not yet. Not and not many Chelsea fans are giving me too much abuse. I think they've they're very much under camp where they needed to win their game anyway, I think to they're probably more relieved at the win from themselves rather than handing us the league. Yeah, I think it was going to happen, wasn't? It? We were going to win the league. It's just a case of when. Uh, they look, as we said, they look very good since they've come back. Two, two wins from two against Villa, and of course against Man City on Thursday night, which I don't know if you saw the game and they thought they looked quite good. Um, City dominated the game for large periods, and Sterling missed a great opportunity at one all to make it to make it two one. But they look very good, especially with the, the very direct ball over the top. Caused City a lot of problems because they had Fernandinho at the back as well as Laporte, who who, who wasn't who wasn't fit and was taken off. Have you
1: been impressed with Chelsea and, and Frank Lampard's? The games that I've seen, they're well, well organised. I think the you know, additions into that, that team will be interesting how things play next season. An, an interesting side, a direct side, different to some of the sides that have uh, proceeded. They
0: look good, and I think they're in a good place for next year, especially when Ziatchin's and, in and Werner. I think... Give them a lot more pace up front because Giroud, mm. as much as he is good, Giroud trying to chase a long ball over the top is, is is not a tactic I would probably implement very often. But look very good. Pulisic Look good, scored a good goal. And of course, the Liverpool legend is William now for scoring the penalty, yeah. which uh, sealed the league for us. Also, pushing quite closely, pushing Chelsea and Leicester all the way now, is, is Wolves. who have won three from three. They beat West Ham, Bournemouth and Villa. Three teams you would probably expect them to beat. But they've got a really, really kind run-in to the league. They've got Arsenal, who you'd expect them to beat now. you have got Sheffield United, who we've mentioned have fallen off a cliff for their form. They've got Everton, nothing to play for. Burnley have got nothing to play for. Palace have got nothing to play for. And then the last game of the season, they've got Chelsea, which could... Potentially be a massive game. Yeah, 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 It yeah. <laughs> could be a potential playoff game for them. I've been really impressed with Wolves, particularly. And I've waxed lyrical about him on the podcast. Well, Raúl Jiménez, who's been banging him in since he's come back from the from the break, but also Damatrore, the uh, the human tank, who just yeah. seems to just seems to run three players. It's like a double wardrobe, big old unit. Yeah, he is. He's absolutely huge, and him running that you as, as fast as he possibly can would certainly put a brown stain in my pants if I had to mark mm. him. Uh, but he's looked really good. He, Assisting quite well, I read somewhere today that him and Jimnez have got the most prolific partnership of 10, 10 assists between each other in the league. So obviously they've got some good work, and obviously you know santo is doing doing well there. I mean, I, I reckon they could they could sneak in, particularly if if Man City have their appeal rejected against their Champions League ban by Cass, which should be only in a couple of weeks. That should come out. We'll do a podcast on that as well when that comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And um, the other team that was in the equation. So quite a few teams. You've got Leicester, you've got Chelsea, Wolves, May United as well. May United have come back. They've got four points from a possible six. They drew with Spurs. Not in the most entertaining game I've ever seen in my life. Um and then obviously, of course, as we mentioned, beat Sheffield United 3-0. And I think this was something that Zach brought up, Zach, so it'd be interesting to see how they play against Sheffield United with players like Rashford and Martial, and obviously Martial scored a hat trick. They are three points behind Wolves in fifth, but May United have got a game in hand over Wolves. So they could close that gap and Check this for a running, Andy. Brighton, oh. Bournemouth, yeah. Villa, Southampton yeah. Palace, West Ham and Leicester. That's their running. So yeah. United, United fans have got a lot of uh, cause for celebration, I think, with that yeah. running. Particularly as it looks like it's finally clicking for Ollie this season. As much as it pains me to say it, being a Liverpool fan. Not that I particularly cares. we've won the league. They, it yeah. seems to be ticking. for him. looked good against Sheffield United, I must admit. I, but I quite rate him, to be honest. I quite like him and particularly Rashford's. Who deserves a lot of praise of what he's done as well off the
1: pitch. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, completely. it be interesting. Like you said, with that with that running compared to uh, to what we went through with uh, with Wolves. You can never you can never tell where United though. This is the thing, you know. When you look at it like this now, you think, well, that some of those games are shoo-in. But it has been a bit of a, a roller coaster this season. it be interesting. I think the ne- the next round of game's gonna be are gonna be fascinating and, and the impact on where things are gonna
0: Share, I think now that teams have got miles in their legs as well, I think you'll, mm-hmm. you'll probably start to see the more a more realistic view now. I think because yeah. because in the first week we saw it, then we players were dying on their asses yeah, after yeah, seventy yeah, minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah and they on, seem to be getting.
0: Down at yeah. yeah, and they seem to be getting fitter and fitter and fitter. I think maybe just maybe not this round of games, but the next round of games, we'll see it almost back to where back to where it was. So, Andy, if you were a betting man, mm-hmm. Liverpool won the league. Obviously, Man City will say going to finish second. Who would you tip? for for third and fourth not in any particular order but anyone you'd say would probably sneak into those last two Champions League places out of the ones that we've mentioned Leicester are third they are on 55 a point point behind them is Chelsea three points behind them are Wolves but Wolves have played a game more and then three points behind them are Man United
1: which way around it would be I don't know but yeah Leicester Chelsea whether it's Chelsea leapfrogging Leicester or as is probably going to be like that I would imagine um, you think that
0: you'll think they'll think they hold on. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'd probably have to go. I think Chelsea will make it, and I would like to think Wolves. I've got a sneaking suspicion. Man United are going to nick in it. I've got a really sneaky suspicion that, that Man United might sneak in there at the end, especially with that running that we said.
1: This is the I've just, I can just see. I've, I can just see. You know the the lads that go drinking the pub, sat around thinking, "Have oh, we balls this up again?" I can just you know, this this kind of scenario playing out in front of my <laughs> eyes. Where how how did this? situation happened. It's clicking with Ollie. Think things we've we've you know got through in the FA Cup. Brilliant. Easy running. some some somehow they lose in the FA Cup. Somehow he lose two or three games. We want ollie out. It's all gone wrong. <laughs> And the cycle if continues the cycle continues. Yeah. Yeah. Well I hope you're right, Andy, to be honest.
0: Actually so, well, Keep Ollie in at the minute. I'm very much the Ollie in. Yeah,
1: Ollie in (laughs) Brigade.
0: So that's a little chat then about the the Prem. Let's quickly go through the round 32 games, which started today and have literally just finished as we're recording this podcast. Watford were beaten 3 1 quite comfortably at home by Southampton. Danny Ings scoring a brace in that game for Southampton. Danny Ings has really impressed me this season so far. Mm, He's he's now moved on to. great,
1: Great first goal.
0: That's taken up to 18 goals now. For the season, he's one behind Jamie Vardy, who's again banging goal, goal after goal. For me, it's a poor result for Watford. If you're, again, if you want to be staying up, you've got to be beating teams like like Southampton, who have got nothing to play for. But Southampton are probably safe, and fair play to them for staying up after. Shown a good amount of faith in Husseharto, their their coach, and giving them a new contract even after they got pumped by nine back in the depths of winter by Leicester City. Mm. Um, so fair play to them. like Southampton, um, and hopefully, you know, we'll buy a couple more players off them next season to give them Premier League winners <laughs> medals. I think we have to. I think there was an article out this week that basically said we paid because we won the Premier League. We've paid Southampton two point five million pounds out of ten million pounds we've had to pay out to former clubs. For, uh, for bonuses stuff so Southampton have right out of us the last couple of years to be fair so the rest of the games for the round of 32 are going to be Christ- uh, on monday night so tomorrow uh, we've got palace against burnley now a lot of stuff this weekend these come out about sean Deitch falling oh, yeah. out burnley boards over lack of what apparently he sees as a lack of commitment through investment in players do you think that he if he does go i think he's a great manager do you think that he'll Get a club better than Burnley, or is he one of these managers who you think gives away the sort of? He's good with what he's got, but if you give him too much, he might like a Roy Hodgson, for example, or
1: a David Moyes. Eddie, a.
0: yeah, Eddie, a. would you would you trust him with a big job? It's
1: just the thing; he's not he's not been around a club and big time well, That's The thing with Lampard, even even with Lampard, I mean, the, the lots of obviously intelligent, well educated. Has been at a big club, seen no how things operate, seen see no how big players are potentially handled. Sean Dash hasn't had that. So yeah. he, beat... I mean, he did play, play for Chesterfield, didn't he? I think. Yeah. yeah. As good as he got for player wise. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he ain't got that in his, his locker. There's only a certain amount of man management and skills that he have got, but you haven't, haven't been exposed to it. I'm not, not quite sure how no, much tactics and other things can uh, sort of. You know, compensate for that. No, I don't see it. Yeah, so yeah. they've had a Europa
0: League run. I think he's done well there to be honest. It's a very limited club, a very limited
1: fan base as well. I think he's done well a
0: right very limited said investment. But yeah, I don't I can't imagine I can't imagine him being de- dealing with say a a Paul Pogba ego or uh like kick him out kick him through a window, wouldn't he I'd imagine, but I think he's one well, of these very much. as You said man management all all together now, lads. as you know yeah. you can play you can play a pragmatic style of football as long as the players try hard and chuck in a tackle. Yeah. It's a big you, they want to be on the front foot. They want to go out and attack. I just don't think it is Locker, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that pans out and who would if if Sean Dyche was to leave where where he might go in the summer. What's will Tell you what, there'd be a few Arsenal fans who would probably say we'd have him at the minute. Yeah. But moving on, anyways, That's the Monday night game pass against Burnley. Tuesday night as the one game on, Brighton against Man United. So Man United start their incredibly easy running away to Brighton. Uh, and then on Wednesday, there are four fixtures on the Wednesday night. The f- first one being Arsenal against Norwich. And Arsenal, Andy, they've had a pretty rotten restart. has been highly publicised. Arteta's fallen out of Ozil. Obviously, David Luiz has been poor. And he's been given a new contract. Another further year. I mean, we we were there, weren't we, for the watch of the Man City game. Where yeah. I don't think I cannot think of a worst performance I've ever seen from a player in 26 minutes to yeah. give away two goals and get yourself sent off. Is that is that is is that what is wrong with Arsenal? They're just getting their recruitment wrong.
1: Yeah, I think it the, the team's got to take some responsibility. Well, we've, the, the directors, the owner, the approach—it's just wrong, isn't it? So it mm-hmm. kind of stems back to this. We're, yeah. we're quite happy. Achieving fourth all the time, rather well, than taking a stand back and say, "What, what, what is the point of all this? What, what, what are we, what are we trying to achieve? Just the the setup, the makeup needs changing." So I feel I feel sorry for a, a Tetter in, in some ways, um, mm. but it just need it, it's almost like they need a bit of a light, light bulb moment to, uh, to say, "Well, what, where are we going? What is the direction?" And I think you
0: spoke to a lot of Arsenal fans. They'd probably say it needs to be. Clear out at boardroom level as well as a top-to-bottom reshuffle. But, yeah, they are struggling. I think I think they'll struggle to get into even the Europa League spot. I mean, I know they won today, but they were under the cost for large, large periods of the game against Sheffield United, who, as we said earlier, have not been at their best since the, since the restart. Next, on Wednesday night, so the other three games of Bournemouth against Newcastle. Again, need a, need a win in that game. Uh, Everton against Leicester City. And then West Ham against Chelsea uh, in one of the London derbies, uh, which should be an interesting game. Uh, again, West Ham, again, needing a win. Can't see him getting it. Definitely needing a win against Chelsea. We then got on um, Thursday night, doubleheader, we've got Sheffield United against Tottenham, uh, which now looks like, given the results we've had previously, it's going to be a battle for Europa League spots. And then we've got what probably should have been the title decider at the start of the season Man City against. Liverpool, which is probably the most drab first against second, <laughs> with six games left you're probably ever going to yeah. see in your life. has come out today, though, fair play to Pep, that they are going to give Liverpool a guard of honour. A guard of honour, sorry. I am yeah. going to love to see Sterling's face as he claps <laughs> on as he claps on Joe Gomez and Kyle Walker as well, so I know he puts something on Twitter right at the start of the season, or the end of last season, when they just nipped us to the league. And Vincent Kompany as well, that prick, I'd like to see his, his face as well. That yeah, is going yeah, to be the, yeah, yeah. Probably the most chilled yeah. I'll ever be.
1: <laughs> yeah you're assuming he's not going to pull up in
0: training camp yeah do you know what yeah that's a good point get your money on Sterling not the start yeah, of the game
1: Yeah,
0: I think this will be the most chilled hour I've ever been watching a Liverpool game just absolutely no obviously still want to win the game of course but I'd just be so chilled just oh, the zen and all yeah. the build ups and the build going to be all about us as well which is going to be brilliant yeah, yeah. But I didn't realise something I didn't realise is that because we know there's seven games left. We could apparently get a guard of honour every single game. I I thought it was just a one-off, like your next game, but apparently you could do it for the whole season, the whole however many games there are left. uh,
1: Yeah, I'm sure I've heard something today about that, yeah.
0: But that means Chelsea might have to give us one as well. That'd be nice. I've got quite, quite, I quite enjoy that one as well. Look <laughs>
1: forward.
0: Oh, it's gonna be such a great month or so of football. It does not, it's not, just not caring. I can actually be like a bit of a neutral and just enjoy the rest of the chaos going on around me. Oh, such a good feeling. Such a good feeling. That we're champions. Nineteenth time, of course. Which doesn't, of course, condone the the behaviour we've seen in Liverpool fans well, in the well, city yeah, this I, was week. Gonna, I was
1: gonna, I was gonna say. I mean, come on. I mean, really. I don't, I don't, I don't I understand
0: why they've gone out the first night and come to the ground. I understand it. it. doesn't mean I say it's right. I
1: understand why they've done it. Don't condone it. Second night, stretching it, isn't
0: it? I mean... Hopefully it's all settled down now and um, we can get on to actually watch the football and, and the mm. emphasis being, being on the best championship winning side hopefully you've ever seen in Premier League history with regards to points and gaps uh, in games won and goals scored, which is what we're trying to do for the next seven games, which hopefully we can win. The maximum amount of points they're get is 107. I mean, imagine getting that in the Premier League season, 107 points.
1: Unbelievable. That
0: would be unbelievable. That's um, all we've got for the agenda today, which is a nice little catch-up. It's good to see you yep. again, my friend.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you. But I
0: guess Andy, thanks for popping along this evening and coming out for a chat. Uh, for those thanks who are lot. listening, uh, we will have a watch-along of the Man City Liverpool game on Thursday, the 2nd of July. So please do come and join us there on our Facebook or on our YouTube pages. That will be advertised as usual of course you can find us at the libero online on facebook and on twitter and you can find us at libero online on instagram and of course you can find us at www.thelibero.co.uk, where you can find all of our podcasts all of our articles and links to all of our social media as well but andy thank you very much for joining me my friend love to the family and i hope hope we can do the business midweek yep and we'll we'll, we'll we'll catch up hopefully next week